0: President Tsai Ing-wen went to Jiayi on Tuesday to attend the groundbreaking ceremony of a drone aerospace park. The president said the project would bring Jiayi one step closer to becoming a drone hub in Asia.
1: After the ceremony, Tsai went to a local temple to stump for DPP legislative candidate Chen Guanting, who said the aerospace park would be a boon for Jiayi's industrial development. <laughs>
2: President Tsai Ing-wen went to Jiayi for the groundbreaking of a drone aerospace park. She heralded Jai's future as a hub of drone development.
3: The National Zhongshan Institute of Science and Technology, the Jiayi County government, and our local lawmakers have worked hard to move us toward the goal. In the future, Jiayi will be Asia's drone
2: industry hub the government aims to transform Jai's agricultural economy by building a robust tech industry. After the ceremony, Tsai headed to Bao An Temple in Minxiong Township to stump for DPP legislative candidate Chen Guanting.
3: This is This is what the next generation wants, a public representative who can convey its voice to the central government. Most importantly, he can serve as an important link between Jiayi, Taiwan, and the international community. As a lawmaker, he would bring us closer to the rest of the world. In the future, the Mingxiong Aerospace Park under the National Zhongshan Institute of Science and Technology will focus not only on R&D but also production in Jiayi. We will use our human capital, local talent and local capital to develop Jiayi. In the future, we won't just have defense related industries here. We'll also have technologies like agricultural drones and medical drones here in Mingxiong.
2: With support from the president, the legislative candidate outlined his vision for Jiayi's industrial development.
1: A new Taipei dentist has pledged 2.3 million NT to the DPP's legislative campaign.
2: At Tuesday's
0: donation ceremony, dentist Shi Shuhua said it was quote, undeniable that the DPP had brought progress to Taiwan. The event was attended by prominent influencers, including Nail Peng and Eli Chen.
2: <laughs>
3: joined by Lai Qingde's campaign manager, dentist Shi Shuhua pledges a 2.3 million NT donation to the DPP. It's earmarked specifically for the legislative campaign. <laughs>
2: Koenja once condemned big business for eating human flesh with a knife and fork, but now he stands with them. Meanwhile, the other side wants to let in countless unemployed people so that they can seek jobs in Taiwan. There's also our potential legislative Yin speaker, a man who bows and scrapes. Although the DPP has its own deficiencies, inadequacies, and shortcomings, it's undeniable that under DPP governance, Taiwan has continued to improve.
3: She had criticism for both opposition candidates. The event was attended by prominent influencers, including Neil Pong and Illy Chung, in a show of solidarity for the DPP candidates. <laughs> in
2: 2014, I saw Neil Pong alone on the street. At the time, he was already very clear-eyed about Ko and Zhe. I want to once again thank everybody for their support and encouragement.
3: The atmosphere was charged as DPP legislative candidates mingled with their supporters. Incumbents Lai Ping Yu, Wang Ding U, Wu Pei Yi and Wu Zheng were at the scene, along with Wen Li, who was running for a seat in Matsu. Zheng Pong thanked supporters with a lightsaber.
2: This is I planned all of this myself. These opinion leaders, including those you saw just now in the video, were all people we invited privately to attend. They were very willing to step forward and speak out.
3: Contributing their money, time and influence, supporters rallied for their candidates to be sent to the Legislative Yuan.
0: 21 German students are in Taiwan to experience its election culture. The election observation group was organized by German broadcaster DW.
1: On Tuesday, it joined the DPP legislative candidate as she canvassed for votes in Taipei.
0: And uh, usually you you don't just use one
3: hand, you use both hands
0: and also bow to them.
3: (laughs) I think it's very nice. Yeah,
0: for example, today I didn't have time for lunch. So they would sometimes give me some praises, some uh, drinks. So actually I enjoy the canvassing
3: very much because we can have a lot of interactions with people.
1: That's how I experienced
0: Taiwan so far, that everyone is so friendly.
1: I think in Germany it's mostly about TV. And then you, you go uh, then uh, and vote. I think the way to, to talk with the people is 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 pretty good because the people get like um, to think that they're part of it, part of the the poli- part of the politics. I like
2: the, um, uh, that the people are so open that they talk directly to each other. Um, go go around ask ask the people. That's uh, I really like it. Especially at this time, China's global reputation isn't that good as they pursue their world warrior diplomacy. In contrast, Taiwan's democracy, freedom, and its diverse culture are what people from Europe like.
1: The students flew in from Germany specifically to observe the election. They followed legislative candidate Xie Peifun as she chatted with locals and posed for photos showcasing the day in the life of a political candidate. Taiwan shares struggled to stay above 17,300 points on Tuesday after Wall Street closed in the red. Chipmaker TSMC saw its stock drop 4 NT to land at 570 NT.
0: The fall comes after Morgan Stanley cuts its gross margin forecast for the company to 49.5 percent in the next quarter. The broker also lowered its TSMC's target price from 718 to 688 NT. Analysis says the downgrade's impact will be minimal due to the company's technological dominance.
2: Affected by rising U.S. bond yields, Wall Street ended lower on Monday, dragging down the TIEX. Taiwan shares closed down 93 points at 17,328 on Tuesday.
3: I think that the market trend will remain bullish until the end of the year, Historically, being one month away from the elections means there's a higher chance of a rise. For U.S. stocks, the end-of-year season and Christmas usually translate to gains, too.
2: TSMC lost 4 NT to close at 570 NT. For the next quarter, Morgan Stanley expects TSMC's gross profit margin to stand at 49.5%, three percentage points lower than market expectations. In its latest report, it also lowered TSMC's target price by 4%, from 718 NT to 688 NT, casting a pull on investor confidence. But even so, the broker stayed bullish on TSMC's advanced technologies and AI prospects, keeping its rating for the company at overweight.
3: I don't think the impact will be that severe. It's mostly psychological. Historically, gross margins have been kept above 50 percent. But for three years in a row now, TSMC's capital expenditure has surpassed 30 billion U.S. dollars. Moving into 2024, depreciation expenses will be slightly higher. The company is reportedly offering discounts to some major clients, but I think that will only have a short-term impact.
2: The expert says CSMC shares will face pressure in the short term, but in the long term, the company will maintain its competitive edge due to its advanced manufacturing processes. As for the broader index, the analyst says that short-term fluctuations were due to election sentiments and were all within a reasonable range.
0: Officials are stepping up services to support mothers in breastfeeding. A survey by the Health Promotion Administration found that 90 percent of mothers would like to breastfeed their babies, but many face difficulties.
1: A new series of videos offer a step-by-step guide on how to breastfeed, answering some of the common questions parents ask. The HPA is also offering information via many digital channels in an effort to reach every parent who needs a hand.
3: Tai Bing Yi is five months pregnant with her first child. She's here for a prenatal class. Picking up the doll is a bit nerve wracking. Everyone knows breastfeeding is good for babies, but it's not always obvious how to go about it.
2: The video told me how to do it, the standard procedure. How to hold your baby, put them on your chest, and get them to latch properly and get the milk. It was very helpful. It showed me very clearly what to do. When I hold my baby, I can refer to the video to see how to move my baby and how they can interact with my own body, my breast, for example, and how to support them with my hand. It's all shown in the video in detail.
3: The Health Promotion Administration has released a series of three videos with breastfeeding demos by real people and explanations from health educators showing mothers step-by-step how to breastfeed. It includes answers to many common difficulties like, how do I know when my baby has had enough? 90%
2: of mothers want to be able to breastfeed their children, but they lack correct knowledge about breastfeeding. Or they may think, after my child is born, I don't know how to breastfeed. Or some think, I need to breastfeed and I know how, but I still need some other resources and I don't know where to look.
3: There are many benefits to promoting breastfeeding, and the HPA wants to support parents however they can. It has an inquiry hotline with support in multiple languages and an official account online where pregnant women can get lots of accurate information. Taiwan is resuming
0: shipments of Atemoya to China. More than two years after banning banning the fruit, China gave the green light to select imports from Taiwan. The first shipment is now at Kaohsiung Port, awaiting transport to Fujian province.
1: Taidong officials say this is the first batch that contains fruit grown by 25 farmers. The next batch, which contains fruit from more than 800 farmers, will be shipped upon Chinese approval. But the resumption of exports has raised concerns. On Tuesday, DPP lawmaker Lai Kunchen warned of the danger of relying on the Chinese market for fruit sales. He said that Beijing could easily impose the ban again, saying China's quarantine standards for produce were inconsistent. Taiwan's agriculture ministry says it tried to verify China's quarantine standards with China but received no response. The ministry said it remains to be seen whether the first batch of Adamoyas will clear Chinese customs.
0: The U.S. will send troops to Taiwan in the event of conflict with China. That's according to Oriana Schuyler Mastro, a strategic planner at the U.S. Indo-Pacific Command.
1: In an interview with Voice of America, Mastro said that Washington was fully prepared to send troops to Taiwan, but she emphasized that a PLA invasion was unlikely in the near future.
3: If China attacks Taiwan, will the U.S. do what it did for Ukraine, assisting without sending troops? This was a question posed by Voice of America to Oriana Schuyler Mastro, a strategic planner at the U.S. Indo Pacific Command and Center Fellow at Stanford's Freeman Spogli Institute for International Studies. Mastro responded that Taiwan and Ukraine were very different. That Biden said
1: it very
2: Biden has said it very clearly. The reason we are not sending troops to Ukraine is because we want to conserve the U.S.'s military strength. We do not want to directly intervene in Ukraine so as to be able to protect Taiwan.
3: Mastro said it was strange that there's a public perception that the U.S. would only provide weapons and not send troops to intervene in a Taiwan Strait conflict.
2: If war breaks out, the U.S. wouldn't have a way to send weapons over because Taiwan is an island. So sending weapons to Taiwan would be impossible.
3: According to a U.S. intelligence official, Chinese leader Xi Jinping had instructed the PLA to be ready to annex Taiwan by 2027. Mastro says that the likelihood is small that China will be able to take over Taiwan in such a short timeline. She says Chinese troops have not had any real combat experience since the Sino-Vietnamese War of 1979. Although the PLA's hardware is not inferior to the U.S.'s, the two countries are a world apart in terms of troop expertise.
2: University graduates do not want to serve as soldiers, and training isn't good. China has started implementing some military restructuring policies, but some problems remain.
3: Mastro says China won't make a move on Taiwan unless it is sure it will win. As such, she says that for now, deterrent strategies are the best way to mitigate the China threat.
1: Health officials are sounding the alarm on COVID, which is trending amid a surge of respiratory diseases. Last week, there were 260 confirmed COVID cases, marking a five-week high. Also last week, Taiwan saw 31 COVID-related deaths, marking a one-month high.
0: One casualty was a man in his 40s who died of multiple organ failure just four days after being hospitalized. The Taiwan CDC predicts that COVID and the flu will both reach a peak next year around Spring Festival.
2: We may see this new wave of COVID-19 peak just before Spring Festival, with daily infections ranging from 18,000 to 20,000. Influenza usually peaks around Spring Festival, so we're not ruling out the possibility of influenza and COVID peaking around the same time.
3: It's
2: going to get colder, and because of the many end-of-year holidays such as Christmas, Lunar New Year and so on, there will be large groups of people moving about, and that will intensify spread.
0: There is a vaccination program underway for Moderna's XBB1.5-adapted COVID-19 vaccine. So far, 598-thousand doses have been administered and more than one million doses are in stock. As for the flu shot, nearly 6 million doses have been administered and 608-thousand doses are still available. Vulnerable groups are advised to get vaccinated as soon as possible to reduce the chance of severe complications or even death. One of Taiwan's older new immigrants is a former UN employee from the UK, Mike Yang, is a former UN environmental officer who has chosen Taiwan as the place to live out his golden years.
1: The 74-year-old has been coming to Taiwan for holidays for many years. His passion is for beautiful scenery and promoting eco-friendly lifestyles.
3: Mike Yang raises his phone to capture the beautiful views of the Port of Geelong. The 74-year-old British citizen has been coming to Taiwan for holidays for many years. Having fallen in love with the landscape and the people here, he's decided to settle in Taiwan in his retirement. He's got a residence permit and is now officially a new immigrant.
2: This is much more friendlier for the environment and if you want to be very very a good taiwanese person you use a tea bag
3: he's passionate about environmental protection having previously worked for the un on environmental development he lived and worked in germany for 20 years before coming to taiwan but he's still passionate about promoting his environmental mission
2: he thinks it's great there's a port like this with such beautiful scenery and these huge ferries He loves Taiwanese vegetarian food. Keelong is a beautiful and interesting city. But what I'm not impressed with is the rubbish, the garbage here. There are too many plastic bags, too many cups. And that's a big disadvantage of the city.
3: Yang is hoping to encourage his friends in Taiwan to ditch the plastic where they can
1: and take action to show their love for the natural world. When was the last time you sat down to play a board game? German resident of Taiwan Johann Goethe wants everyone to get on the board game train. Gute fell in love with board games as a teenager.
0: But when he moved to Taiwan to be with his wife, he was dismayed to find that it's not a big part of the culture here. Now he's made board game import and promotion his career. He's passionate about introducing new people to the joys and the educational value of these games.
3: Seen here teaching kids how to play a game, Johan Gut is known by young and old as Yo-Yo. When he first moved to Taiwan, life was tough. He couldn't understand why the board games, which are so popular in his native Germany, were hardly seen in Taiwan.
2: After school ended on Friday, I'd go to a friend's house and start playing a game and not stop until Sunday evening. Of course I'd go home to sleep, but I'd keep playing while eating. That's how we played when I was about 14.
3: Many education scholars say that board games train perceptual capacities, concentration, responsiveness and memory, among other things. They really are educational as well as fun. Watch job.
2: I think it's better for them to play board games than to play on devices. It can help them hone their concentration. They can interact with other kids and have a lot more development of their intelligence.
3: So Good decided to import the board games which are so popular in Europe and America into Taiwan.
2: Board games are a part of education. It's a kind of nutritious toy. A normal toy doesn't have any rules. That's the biggest difference between a toy and a board game. Board games always have rules. You have to learn how to play them and follow the rules in order to win.
3: He never misses a chance to promote board games, setting up stalls at markets and other events. Last year, he paid out of pocket to give 3,200 board games out to every elementary school student and library in Yunling County.
2: I want everyone to be able to play these fun games, and I want to change the minds of parents and teachers. When they experience board games, they might realise, oh, it's different from other things.
3: Over 20 years after he fell in love with board games himself, Goethe has made his passion a career. His greatest satisfaction comes, he says, from seeing the wide smiles on the faces of new players when they realise what they've discovered.
1: A Lugang restaurant is making a buzz with sweet treats based on local architecture. Lugang is one of Taiwan's oldest towns and is known for its unique local culture and heritage sites.
0: The restaurant, nestled in an old building, draws on that history in pastries shaped like architectural features. One element on show is the Wongchang ornamental wall, made out of wine vases.
2: At this restaurant in Lugang Township, the head chef incorporates local architectural styles into his creations. This pastry was inspired by the famous Wongchang Wall decoration.
3: Zhou <coughs> Wong is a local heritage site. The chef realized we could use long and small profiteroles to create a sense of the layers of the Ongchang decoration.
2: Hundreds of years ago, big families of Lugang would get their water from wells, sometimes sharing their well with neighbors. Those historical wells and their community history are commemorated in these cakes, which look almost too good to eat.
3: The cracker represents the city wall. Next to it is a hazelnut chocolate macaron.
2: Pineapple rings are barbecued. Pork tenderloin steaks are breaded with egg and flour, then deep fried to make a Western burger. But look a bit closer the buns are steamed manto.
3: I don't create to pander to people. It's really about what I want and my ideas and just putting that into my cooking and my restaurant to present and show off. Generally, when you open a restaurant, you need creative products, something different from everyone else. It's like he opened up a new line for new products which can attract customers.
2: The restaurant is on the second floor of an old building with more than 100 years of history. Its It is clear of glaring modern decorations aimed at Instagram, instead emphasizing the traces of history and relying on these sweet treats to draw in clientele.